Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Better luck next time, Fernando Forestieri. Welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast, everyone. It, was it that Better name? luck next time. You said his name wrong. Fernando Forestieri. 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 You know what my reputation is like with these oh. kind of surnames. Once you felt it was close, it was closer than on your bike or whatever his name was from. Norwich. On your bike. He was something like that, wasn't it? Forestieri. 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 That's what I said right. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast, everyone. David Evans here on the podcast this week. We've got Luke Thompson. Alright, guys! It's been a while. I was going to say, you haven't been on for a while. That's how I remember seeing a tweet just after Christmas. Oh, I'm going to be on fancast every week. Yeah, I'll... <laughs> I've been listening to it since. Sorry, yeah, where, where on earth, Luke? There's been issues. I can't make Wednesdays because. Um, Are you out delivering shopping for Asda as well? My son has swimming. And I've just found out today he might start football training on Tuesdays now. So, oh, nice. Oh. So it might be I do, I do the football, the missus does the swimming, and Wolves need to play more Tuesday matches. Mm. But we'll, I'll work away. Right? Okay. I'm sure Wolves will work around it for you. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. So if the FA Thursday night. It's all good. I've got Luke Regan. Evening. Well. And we've got Richard Hobbs. Hello, everyone. As well. Uh, just before we I start... I love that you've got the same... Sorry. <laughs> 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 Hello, everyone. It's, it's not even the same two words. It's the same tone and pitch. Luke, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, just before we start the podcast this week, obviously a lot of you are aware of the Watford fan, Nick Cruz, who was attacked and put in a critical condition hospital after the game at the weekend. We all share the highs and lows of following our football team, but everyone is entitled to return home safe. Our thoughts are with Nick and his family at this difficult time, and we hope he makes a speedy recovery. So, let's go on to the podcast this week, gentlemen. And I can't believe I'm going to say these words, but African Cup of Nations update, everyone. Can you believe it? African Cup of Nations update, everyone. And uh, Marley's head coach, Henrik... Cash Prozac, I'm going to say. Um, unfortunately, his contract's not going to be renewed now. Well, um, good. Hopefully someone that doesn't pick Sacco and Dicko might get the job. <laughs> he did pick Dicko anyway, did he, half the time? But he did not qualify, No. Could you, uh, could you imagine that if that was based on the lots and he was there, <laughs> yeah. just watch it. Your job's, if Marley doesn't get picked out, oh, you're, you're off, lad. <laughs> you're off, mate. It'd be shocking, that would, wouldn't it? But um, I saw that the other day and I thought, I think it was only right to bring back our popular feature, African Cup of Nations. Have we got any South Americans or anything? Because there's a couple of America this summer, I believe. Or is it next summer? 
Nice, no, just saw. Who was the last Safe American we had? Was it like Gwil Hayne? Well, I think Lou now yeah. plays um, for Melbourne Victory. Look, you think this is exotic, so I need Ronald Zubar has yes. signed for New York Red Bulls yeah. and apparently wears the number zero. Yeah. Yes. He's gone hipster. Football hipster. He doesn't, he actually wears number yeah. 23. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the format of the Copa America as well, haven't they? I think Jamaica are in it, well, could yeah. be in it, Trinidad and Tobago, USA, Mexico. Oh, that might be the so next they've incorporation. Got, they've got all, yeah. all the common calf nations as yeah. well. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Because I know they have is it the gold. The gold cup, yeah. But um, I did actually see that on football. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that the in the next Copa America, USA oh. was in it. Trinidad and Tobago. Oh, really? Jamaica, yeah. That'd be good. Cause I think yeah. and the, the, that the, those nations are starting to get a bit better, really. Yeah, yeah especially yeah. USA America especially. will will get better. And it, I think it's a four team, four group format as well. That'll probably work better. Then, yeah. Because wasn't it just a Two group fourteen before. Yeah, that sounds mm. about right. There's only about eight to ten teams that compete anyway. Is, well, isn't, yeah. their, isn't their qualification really weird for the World Cup in that they just play every nation from South America yeah. once? No, no twice. Play play twice. Yeah, sorry, I mean once and a month. Apart away. from sort of last year when Brazil won it, they play exactly the same teams in exactly the same order every. Every, every, every tournament, tournament. they always play in the same order, apparently. And as well, it, this is what nice walls are like. International fan cast. No, don't go any of this. This is a you know we're, we're teaching the audience think, about yeah. eclectic football. Is it in 2018 the Euro Nations League comes into play yeah. as well? That's definitely no. And I think re- it's early because that's in Football Manager earlier than that, and I haven't got to 2018. And that replaces yet. the format of friendlies, doesn't it? It's trying to make it more competitive, yeah. and it well, also determines how yeah, people it, qualify. Yeah, but for, I, think, I think there's like 12 groups of three teams. Yeah, isn't that? Yeah, isn't it? Stupid because I mean, on, on FM, my England one was England, uh, Croatia, and Azerbaijan, or something. But then, stupid. saying that, I think I did look at the rules, and I think that's just for the first one. Then, going forward, there's going to be like a Premier League and mm. a Championship, it's like a dependent on, on how you finish on that. Which is we'll we, 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 we go UA for actually well, doing I, something I, sensible. That's why I think that's yeah. a, a, a much better idea than, than friendlies because no meaning to them, because it? from what I've heard, it, although the rules still seem complicated when you read it, it still determines potential places in um, qualifications yeah, yeah. or to get to the World Cup or European Championships. And I think it will be a lot more representative because if if you do take this quite competitive, which I think all nations possibly will, then it will be more representative to the, the comp- points that you accrue when you comp- play these. Company finds its level, doesn't it? So I mean, eventually, if you have those teams that are actually going to have chances to beat each other rather than getting mm. nobbed by England and Italy and, mm. well not so much England but mm. Italy and Germany <laughs> you get what I'm saying yeah. but like Gibraltar are only going to get better if they play against teams where they've actually got a shot yeah. that sort of thing they're not going to learn anything by losing 8-0 to Spain are they no. well, well I think I think we've really taught the audience here about international football this is what happens when you bring the eyes in back. so you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome everyone um, let's talk about other news Carla Kimi is nearing fitness thank, thank God well th- we'll talk about Kujak's performance uh, in Watford but initially um, would you put Akimi straight back into a team or would you keep the pole in the goal I'd oh. bring Akimi straight back in well done yeah thank you <laughs> I just I honestly feel that I mean uh, you might want to save this when we do the match but I honestly feel that he, was to blame. he could have stopped both the goals mm. Mm. Well, we can talk about that. But that wasn't a camera save, so it wasn't as likely to happen. Do you not think that you need to give Akimi some under twenty one matches before he gets in? You can't just throw him in. He's not no, because he's a keeper, not a centre half. Still needs match fitness, so surely. I think. I think there's a difference of keepers. I think it's match sharpness, and I don't think you can lose that in the time that he's been out. I don't think you need. What I mean. 
Luke, you've always been Carl Akeem's number one fan. What do you think? You mean Carl Akeem, he's number one bloody lookalike, that's why. <laughs> um, I'd bring him straight back in. I just think with Kushak, there's always a... There's always a... That was a, a mis- really weak Yeah, yeah I know, yeah. You're uh, always, I just think there's a mistake in him all the time. I mean, you look at him on crosses and corners, and he's... He flaps too much. Yeah. He's kicking. Oh, he's he horrendous. kicks with the side of his foot, doesn't he? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not terrible. I was saying last week on the show how we are sort of used to Wolves Academy goalies, so they all have the same style. So Akeem, <laughs> none of them can kick. None of them yeah. can kick. But no, they properly. all come, they all yeah. come out the same way to claim the ball, don't they? Mm. Akimi comes out the same way. Um, Murray does, and Hennessy to a certain extent. Akimi, sorry, no, Akimi. Kushak. Kushak, I completely forgot. Champions that. League winner. Yeah, yeah. Champions you know, League winner. You, you know, you did that. I actually went on a date with a girl last week and I had to check my text. <laughs> and my work, so I can't remember what her name is. I was sat there thinking, I can't remember what her name is, can't remember what her name is, can't remember. Just a lot of love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. Bear, no, bear me a second, just got to check this to uh, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> so if you listen to Ashley, <laughs> yeah. the Regan wasn't remotely interested in you. Yeah, but no, Kushak has a completely different style to um, what we're used to. Uh, I don't know. I'd bring Akimi back in. Yeah. Um, so he's what, only been out for. Well, he's been out for eight weeks. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's really. Eight weeks. I don't I think, think it's it'll, eight be, eight it'll weeks. be about. It'll be oh, sorry. Total, what I'll say is Kushak has been capable, and really before Saturday, I don't think he's been to blame for any of the results that we've suffered when mm. they've been negative. Mm. However, I do feel that Saturday was a big one. I think. On it's, I think he had a poor performance against some games where he's actually been okay, especially Rotherham and Fulham. I thought he did. He played quite well. But we'll talk more about Kujak in Watford, which is coming up right now because I believe that's all news done. Unless there's anything else anyone wants to bring up. Have you Jack seen the, Yeah, I was saying, have you seen the Jack Price beard story? Uh, yes, and he hasn't had it shaved. He's is... going to have it shaved, though, isn't he? No, he won't. He will. No, he won't. <laughs> no, he, no, he won't. No, he won't. No, 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 if you don't can't, can't it was I'll me and Dave that went and sabotaged the, the shaving blade. Yeah, yeah. The razor. It's not going to happen. That's why he doesn't shoot. You know all them times I've been quid on you and say Jack Price is great until he gets to be 25 yards of the box. Mm. It's because he never shoots. Jack Price locks his beard too much. That's why. You didn't want to miss the beard. Uh, I, I know from... So he basically didn't mean to score that goal. The no. He was like, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I actually, I, I've watched the highlights and I can't see. No. No, Did he hit him? Did he, did he, as you say, did he shoot? Yeah. He, he didn't shoot. I actually don't know how it's his goal after. Yeah, but oh. the thing is, and this is, this is, let's go, go back to hipsters. Jack Price is the reason why people have started growing beards. People that look like Jack Price, when they grow their beard like that, look, mm. it looks good. Mm. Rather than these hipster arseholes who grow a little bit of ginger stubble underneath the chin and can't grow a problem so they've got a random mistake basically basically, I hate hipsters and their beards yeah I've no idea who's been trying to do that over the last few weeks Uh. not specifically you the thing is yours is that bad I hadn't even noticed you'd be trying to grow one I know exactly Um, no it's gone now it's gone now Um, yeah so Jack Price don't get rid of the beard don't Don't get rid of the beard, Jack, and that's uh, news this week. It was a intense game at the weekend on Saturday, which is obviously when Saturday just come in the week, uh, with a 2-2 draw at Molyneux against Watford. Benny Kofobi and Jack Price with the goals for Wolves, but cancelled out from goals from Watford, obviously. Vidra got one. Who got the other goal for Deeney. Watford? Troy Deeney. There we go. You could say, though, that on the bounce of play, it was a fair result. To be honest, Although though. Wolves could have slightly nicked it. Um, but let's get 
<laughs> Let's get the big talking point out of the way first. Fernando Forestieri. But I've got to say that right. Fernando Forestieri. Obviously, Sacco was sent off for some very strange reason, uh, but which has now been rescinded and he'll be available for the game against Brighton, so justice has been served. What was Fernando thinking? The, the annoying thing is how Watford players and fans alike seem to complain when Holborn got sent off. Holborn should have been Holborn shouldn't have been sent off then. Are you he should have been sent off the four oh, times earlier yeah. when he'd fell. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's. Do you know when people talk and you get that frustrated? You could rip your hair out because I it's think like, Dave has that most weeks. To be <laughs> are, are you that blind to the yeah. game that you can't yeah. see what's so visibly obvious? You know, it's. I mean, the ref was crap all game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the Forest, whatever his name. Forest. Because then he's going to ruin that song, the Abba song. Um, one, there it, was no- <laughs> one. It was a, it was a dirty tackle on Sacco in the first place. It was a rugby tackle. Which, if he would have caught him, he could have. He could. He could have. could have gone for that because um, the way Sacco fell quite awkwardly, didn't he? Sort mm. of on his knees. Then he got up. He pushed Sacco. Mm. Sacco, which is natural. If somebody goes to push you, your natural instinct a... is to flick their hands yeah. away from your body. But that's what Sacco did. Fioris fell to the floor like he'd just been... Are we, could, are we trying to come up with all the, the different insults we could say before Dave has to get the ping button <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and And the ref fell for it, which... What's wrong with football now is that is it's simulation. He should get... It's blatant cheating. The yeah. FA need to look at that and, and pull him up on it. Yeah. Otherwise... It's just going to keep happening he week in week. That's one of the worst examples. That's one of the worst examples that we've seen. I mean, yeah. I'm not just saying that because he's a because it was against the Wolves player. I mean, fair play to the Watford fans though, because they have tore him new ones. Mm. Yeah. They have really come out in force over there and criticised. But like their manager said, oh, "I didn't see the incident." Oh, yeah, but take a stance on it. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm, you, we all know for a fact, Jack, if someone like Van der Parra did that. It was an uh, injustice of football, really. Luckily, well, luckily, thankfully, Sacco's red card has been overturned. We're all back to normal. And Van La Parra had Holborn on toast all game. Mm. He was killing him. Every time Van La Parra ran at him, mm. you could see Holborn was scared mm. and he was holding on to him, wasn't he? Yeah. He, because he was that scared of him. He was holding on oh, to him. I don't, should, I don't, he should have been booked at least once or twice. I don't before. understand how they can. Because he, if, if Holborn doesn't take Van La Parra out, Van La Parra's through. Yeah. For a good... I mean, he's still quite... He's, he's obviously he's wide, not, but for a good crossing opportunity. And we had bodies forward at the time. But their reaction to it... I could not see the why they were so outraged and, yeah. by it. Like, it just didn't make seemed odd, sense. But I thought it rolled up their players a bit and it rolled up their staff, which then probably contributed to Forestieri, rugby tackling Sacco, mm. which... So I've said this. On. I mean, really, if you think about it, you should have had a yellow for the tackle... At least a yellow for the simulation. That's at least a bit. And a, a third yellow for raising his hands in the first place. Yeah, that's all Because right. he was the yeah, that's aggressor. Sorry, yeah, that's in that's every all. phase of that. Um, last season, he got quite a bad eye injury. And apparently he almost lost his vision because of it. And I did see some Watford fans very sheepishly try and defend him, say, well, he might have gone down because they thought he was going to hurt his eye again. Like that and then they saw the incident. Yeah, then I think Sol said him a I will say this though: I thought he, I thought he had pushed him, mm. like from my angle. And at the time, 
I thought, Sacco, what have you done that for? Exact, exact. I mean, I even tweeted, it's Sacco, at the time I tweeted, it's Sacco's own fault for raising his hands and giving the ref the chance to send him off. Mm. However, having seen it now, mm. I mean, I can see that his hands more went 45 degrees rather yeah. than 90, like, flat, but it's, there's no real need for a debate on no. it. The- Justice has been done, and hopefully we won't see anything like that again at Monia. Let's go back onto the game in general. Do you think Wolves just edged it, despite it being... I don't, I don't think it was just uh, just edged it. I, I genuinely think we, that's one of them games where we smashed them, because they never looked like scoring, apart from the two times they got the ball through, which Kushak should have dealt with. I don't know, I thought, no, I you look at the stats, and we really we outplayed yeah. them. We had Did more we? possession, more shots. What more was shots the possession? Uh, Could you just read the stats, please? Sorry. Yeah, sure. I've stop stop interrupting him. <laughs> Let the man read his stats. So Let Dave fi- host. Yeah, so we had 54% possession, um, 16 shots to 12, 6 shots on target to 4. Uh, we had slightly greater possession. We had 77 to 76. We had more corners, um, more total passes, it's less like, offsides. It didn't really play like a game where we only mm. had 5% more possession. I, I mean, the one... I'll, I'll save this for that cut the thing later about the things you heard in the stand but some of the comments were hilarious that they thought that Watford were the better footballing team not in a long shot I honestly think that the two times they ever looked dangerous were the two times they scored, they, scored. they did have a shot that hit the crossbar yeah. didn't they, in the second, and they did have another shot I think in the second half they played counter and they played it well in the first half they did start the lively of the two teams I I thought second half they was, a, they was more dangerous than us in the final third because I thought our service up to a five in the second half was dreadful. Oh yeah, it was, it, 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 it was feeding off scraps and it was it was terrible. Whereas in the first half, McDonald was playing those balls through. Mm. There was a few where it was like you know, and, oh, if it was yeah, just like, yeah. oh, they got a lovely look. Yeah, like, it's it's superb. And you see that picture of Jack Price <laughs> yeah. in the background is like. It used to be like that with me. <laughs> but you know, I think the movement and he's, mm-hmm. he's brilliant, and if, he's always looking for that ball in behind. But I just think second half. Final third, I thought yeah. it was poor. You know, I'm, no a, kill touch, no, I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big fan of, of Van der Parra, mm. and I think he gets a lot of stick, which isn't well, deserving. We're going well, to talk <laughs> about Van der Parra in a bit. Okay. There's a bit, bit of a section. Let's talk about Wolves' goal. Well, let's talk about all the goals. Firstly, a phobie's goal. Once again, Kevin McDonald, the king of through ball. Has he been playing FIFA? Yeah. I think he's been. Oh, watch- I, think he's been wa- I think he's been watching him in NFL. How can I make this role action to football? And better, he's done it. That was a better pass than Bournemouth. Yes, yeah. it was. And was it, it, but I think what was equally as good about that goal was a Fobie's finish at that angle. Yeah, you, as soon as that ball got to a Fobie, you just knew it was going to go. You're like, mm. you just, as this. soon as he gets a chance, you know, you think he's more likely to score than yeah. not, which is mm. absolutely lovely feeling as a fan. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, I'd say for the, I'd say for. All I was going to say for Afobi's, he scored the joint most goals so far in all competi- all competitions this season with uh, Harry Kane. Uh, I think we were supposedly getting him at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's absolutely fantastic. Um, you could say teams have got a phobia. No, you know, I tweeted you see, that, you know, and I, I thought saying, that was funny. <laughs> like, you, you, know, you know when you tweeted that the first, when you tweeted that yeah. that was about the same reaction as it got. Yeah. As it just yeah. got yeah. That's almost as bad as my phobia reader jokes. Um, then oh, I was going to say someone asked, someone asked me if he was a fa- flash player last week. Yeah. No, it's just a dream weaver. Any, no. Okay, well, that, one that was a bit too that was a bit too geeky. Yeah, I was going to say I'm looking at Dave for any help. <laughs> I knew what it was surprisingly. But. Let's talk about Watford's equaliser. Initially, I thought, like you were saying before, Kuzak could have done a lot better with it. I think it actually caught Wolves out by surprise because Kuzak was out of his goal so much. And I think, like all keepers are, they're watching the play, they just come out the goal a bit. And I think the through ball just kind of 
caught the defence and him off a bit. And it was just a very easy, just as long as you get it under Kuzak, yeah. it, he's got mm. the whole goal to aim for. But I think watching it now, re-watching it on the bounce play, I think it, it, that first goal caught Wolves out. So, yeah, bad. something wasn't done right in the defence, just mm. because if you look, it Doherty's the one who's chasing down mm. um, Vidra. And in any back like that, that shouldn't be him. That should have been Stearman. Mm. Um, I think our offside trap clearly didn't work. I don't think Doherty, it must have been then, wasn't in line with the rest of the players if he's the one who's dropping back. Mm. Um, same time, it was it was well worked by them. You know, it was a good through ball from Dean who dropped deep and dragged um, the defence a bit. And then, say, one touch finish. So. Uh, second half. And can you believe it? Jack Price... Scored a goal. He didn't score. It's not actually his goal. Well, I can't remember. Well, how I'm trying, I'm trying to save the beard. <laughs> I don't know how he scored that goal, and I'm sure someone out there will tell us. Because I, when we were watching it live, because of the sun, and then watching the replay, you just can't see how he scored that goal. Do you think no one saw it? He's just has claiming it. Been, it. <laughs> has it been officially credited to him? Yeah. Yeah. Although Sky Sports spelled Price P R Y C E. And also afterwards that Watford manager Kenny Jackett could yes. appeal the uh, red card. But it was it was great, absolutely great oh. to see him score. But also the celebration with all the players come over. I think Richard, you tweeted something after the game, something about every, you know, smiles from ear to ear. Yeah, it was just it was one of those feelings where you just... Oh, magnificent scene. I love him. Yeah. Yeah. Pick Sorry, him up and go, look, that's my mate, Jack. <laughs> that's not my mate, but still... <laughs> Now, despite Wolves still going on at Watford and not getting that final goal, or the third goal, uh, Watford then got an equaliser through Vidra. I thought it was a combination between Danny Bart and um, Kujak yeah. that was at foot for that goal. Because Danny Bart could don't get me wrong, Vidra's a very good player. Was Dini scored the second? Yeah. Oh, was Dini scored the yeah. second? Yeah. Let's Vidra swap that round. Vidra got the first. Oh, right, okay. Well, then what, the whole thing I was talking about Troy Dini before with the first goal. Don't question me. <laughs> <that one. laughs> I didn't know. No, it wasn't because no, it wasn't because Troy slid over to the Watford fans and was really loving it. The the exact line is, "How did you really not believe us?" Exact exact quote. We all agreed on this before when you came to Exact quote. Why didn't you question me before when I was saying that about Troy? I kind of you've been talking a lot more than usual today. I can't. I have too much going on in my head. I what disappointed me about that goal was Cusack's position. Yeah, I thought it was shocking. He was neither here nor there. I think he, me, I think he needed to be further out. You need a close. I think he needed yeah. to, to be further out, and then he slotted the ball past him. He just sort of fell it, to the floor. It was just, it was just an easy. Yeah. Yeah. It was an easy goal yeah. score. Yeah, it was Troy. I mean, it should be, it should be still. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I can't edit that in real life. Damn. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Danny Bart, I think should have tussled him a bit yeah. more, and I think he could have easily got the ball. Like, yeah, Steeman kind of didn't catch up enough in time, and if both of them were on him. With Kuzak, you would have thought they were just. But like in that away. situation, it's quite rudimentary. But you have one guy who goes for the ball, one guy who drops. Out of those two, you don't want Danny Bart chasing it, do you? Because no, you know you have size, okay. exactly. See that run he went on. Oh, yeah, that's was... the first run. Yeah. Yeah. Got on. <laughs> Don't believe me. Right. <laughs> Come on, Danny. You're gonna get altitude sickness. Come back. And Stearman's nodding in appreciation. He's going, I've taught you well. <laughs> the apprentice becomes a master. Yeah. What run, about that run effort? my son. <laughs> you will find the light. What about that effort we had? That I don't even know where it didn't go in. How posh did you just say, man? Um, what about that effort we had? It's all that American reality TV I've been watching, guys. We had an effort 
And I cheered. I thought he'd gone in yeah. from the North Bank end. And that was second, yeah. squeezed past. The, what? What happened? We had, was it Jack was... Price's shot that was a curler that happened moments after his yeah, goal? Yeah, I Because I remember seeing that curler. Somebody said shoot, and I like easily just. Was, I was like, could you imagine if he'd scored that? He went crazy for that first goal. He would have just like he'd walked off the pitch and yeah, gone. Right, that's sa- it. Retiring everyone. How far wide was it? Because I thought he'd gone in in the second half. There was two. There was one. I think it hit off Henry. And there was one which just went, you say, a foot wide, and then Calf got put one about an inch. That must post. be the one that I'm on again. And we were so unlucky not to get mm. a third. On I, thought did, I thought point. at one point they, that was they were going to do that, um, going to do the Wolves trick of headed at the post. Mm. It was. They looked a bit shaky yeah. at points. Who is their who is their manager? Um, Slavan Jovanovic yeah. or something, isn't he? Mm. Let's talk about Van Lepari. Got man of the match. Um, hey, I thought he had a good game. He split opinions after the game, like you two were there saying, you know, yes and no. I thought people don't appreciate a baller when they see one. I no, I don't appreciate. I, I appreciate a baller with appropriate flair. Yes, well done. I thought he played well, especially on that right hand, right wing. There we go. Um, let's hear both arguments. Luke Thompson, why do you think Van Lepyra played well? Because the left back was petrified of him. Mm. I think attacking wise, again, which. Probably 80% of the games he's played this season, he's been our most dangerous attacking outlet. I thought he was that again on Saturday. The one criticism I have of his game Saturday was he overhit too many crosses for me. But apart yeah, he, I was say, he, he put a few thunderbolts. He, he did overhit a few crosses. But I, I think we missed a trick by not utilising him more than what we did because the left-back was petrified of him and he was... He yeah. had him every time. It was every only, single time, he yeah. Had it was him. only second half when he really started to yeah. I've seen how many players has Van the Power got either sent off or had to sub off so they don't get sent off. It's, he really terrifies defenders, doesn't it, he? He does. He, he's, 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 he's class. It's the slight inappropriateness of when he does things that annoys me. Like, the, amount, it's, the one thing that did me the other day was he took it past two of them and then decided to audition for Strictly Come Dancing before trying to put it in the box and then he lost it. Yeah, but you that, know, I think the same was said about. I'm not saying if you try if you say Ronaldo, I'm not comparing him and saying they're as good. But a lot of, was said about Ronaldo when he first came to the oh. Premier League. No, but there wasn't saying that he was overdoing things. Which yeah. sometimes Van der Parra may, but it's something that that can be taught. And as I well, know, I, I appreciate he, that because Sacco was the same. Point. Was Thank say, you. I was but, just about to say when Sacco first came towards us, there was a lot of fans were like it's too flash, mm. it's too flash, and you just think I'm not saying he's irre- irretrievable. I'm saying that he's a bit older. The thing is, I mean, he's what twenty-four. Yeah, he yeah. should be more mature to the game. Yes, he yeah, should. Do you think? Um, someone else, James Henry, who was in the number ten role. I believe he said in an interview that he does that play in that role. I thought he played really well. I Everyone thought wants to play there. It's, per- it's yeah. the best position. <laughs> you don't have to defend. You've got no, um, you know, no need to do it. And your your game isn't reliant on to score goals. It's the perfect position to play. I, you just I don't want to do anything. The thing is, I think, I'd rather he played there than Edwards because I think he offers more technical. And I think the thing is as well, I, it's not so much that I'd want to see the other two inside, but they can all switch when yeah, you've got three yeah. wide men yeah. effectively, and they can they're harder to mark. I I think that he played well. I think there were certain things he did that he could have done better. Yeah. But I think once again, you've got to give him time to adapt to playing mm. that new position. I think it's a very if you're gonna if we're only gonna play the one striker in, because Dicko's on the bench or Afobi's on the bench. I think 
that those three are a very good option to have behind. And I could see Sacco settling in there. I could see Van La Parra playing there, but not as much. I mean, I think Van La Parra's got to stick to where he is at the minute, and then maybe the other two switch a bit more. But genuinely, I think it was one of the better performances we've seen. I think the way he cut inside to people and got around people was, was fantastic. You know what it is really nice to see Wolves doing as well? Shooting. Mm. Mm. From those sort, from those mm. sort of yeah. players. Although I was expecting a Guardiola 30-yard thunderbolt, especially near the yeah. end when they had that free kick. I was like, he seemed to, he wanted it a bit more than I thought he would mm. the other day. Yeah. I don't know if he feels like he's got something to prove at Molyneux, but I, I could. I, I felt like he wanted... Like to prove a point and say, yeah. F you. Mm. Was anyone else surprised, and I'm going to say Richard wasn't, because I want him to make his points, he's like, what the heck? Oh, uh, that Nui didn't come off the bench and yeah. really try and uh, just the defenders near the end. Kevin Dorr came on instead. I thought Dorr played well. I don't... Uh, he did one good he, pass out wide. I think he took... I think he took the ball down well. I think he offered something in terms of they were looking for a more of a target man mm. up the top. And while I don't necessarily feel that... I think that... Afobi's the sort of player that I think he's more likely to run onto something. Mm. Whereas I think Doyle is the sort of player who you can knock the ball up to and he'll take it down. I know you disagree, but genuinely think he played reasonably well. I think the only difference is I think he's less likely to score than any of the other forwards. Richard, what you concur Regan's point on that? Yeah, I mean, we've seen Doyle enough over the years. He's not gonna he's not gonna score us a goal when we needed it. But we were to all at that point. Now uh, the game what could have gone either way. And I think having Doyle on did give us a bit of both. So he did make us a bit more defensive on one hand. But, it, it, you know, he's still an international striker. Um, he's still got the quality. And I think there was a point in about... I, I wouldn't be disappointed if we stayed in the Championship, truth be told. I wouldn't want him on the same money, anywhere near like the same money, but I wouldn't be disappointed to see him sign another contract. Finish your point, Rich. Yeah, um, I was going to say there was a point where like he got the ball back, it balls come deep, um, he had to come quite deep for the ball, but he just flicked out wide to Van Le Parra. It might have been for Van Le Parra's um, one where he got Rick sent off. Possibly, yeah. Um, but I just couldn't have seen someone like Henry or even Edwards just being able to have that bit of class just to, and that assurance to do it. Mm. Um, I just thought bringing Dicko on could have rattled I the defence. I, I, yeah. I, I actually think... Both defences were the best. Yeah. It was the attack that benefited best. What, who, what, which so, were the best of both teams. I and that's why we, I thought there could have been a lot more goals on either I side. I think we've had goal. it a couple of times this season. I think Forrest is a good... When we played Forrest at home, we lost 3-0. And Jacket, when we were 1-0 down, went for the win. And he brought on two up front and we just conceded two and we had no... We couldn't respond. He doesn't seem to want to make an and, a, a, attacking to no, like a, a risky change. And he would have rather... And I think he'd have... I think it was at a point where we sort of settled for the point. I'd have, t- I'd have took the point. Um, if you, I mean, we should have beaten Because Watford were settling for the point because they took off their um, full-back on the other side, didn't they? Sort of in the five minutes from the time. So they were settling for the point. I don't see anything wrong with bringing on Doyle. You say it's half attacking, it's half defensive. I mean, we did have Dicko on the bench. I'm not sure if Dicko was fully fit, to be honest. No, well, I think Dicko was there if, he, if, he, if we, 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 were, we were chasing. Yeah. We chasing yeah. Um, did anyone else come off well in the game against Watford? Kevin McDonald, for example? Matt Kevin Dorothy. McDonald. I, I thought Price and McDonald played really well in the mm. centre of the park. I thought both had, a, had mm. very good games. Um, FLB 
first half, second half he had little service. Van der Parra played well. Henry, I thought, I thought Saka had a poor game. Saka, yeah, Saka was anonymous. I thought. Yeah, first half. Especially. Apart from sort of when he ended up in the right back position and then dribbled mm. past a couple of players quite late on. He did put one dangerous ball in the first yeah. half, which was really dangerous in that corridor of uncertainty, which nobody was attacking. But yeah. apart from that. You know, you would. I was expecting a lot more from Saka mm. on Saturday. I was going to say, go drag it back to Van der Power again. Do you think he'd get a lot less stick if he actually scored goals? So, like, Bakary Sacco, yes. you know, it, you let Bakary Sacco off a lot of things because, you know, he gets you 10 goals a season. Yeah. Van der Power isn't doing that for us. But it's he's a, getting, good, it's but, a, it's but, a really good point. But he, yeah, yeah, smart ass. But, but he's getting the, assi- <laughs> he's getting the assists that Sacco's yeah. probably not getting. Has, hasn't he got like 11 or 10 or I think it's Yeah, 10. I think he has. Which think is, that, that's a high amount yeah. of assists. I think he's that up there with McDonald's now, isn't he? Just to finish Watford off, do you think this game, with a, a couple of games we've seen, has really shown how Wolves' performance levels, how everyone seems to be clicking with each other, is really increasing? I think that's one of the best. Hmm? Okay, we didn't win, but how people passing the ball between mm. each other, the work rate was one of the best we're still we've li- seen all season. We're still liable for a bad day, mm. but on a good on a good day, we're as good as anyone in that league. Mm. That's a, you know, Watford are one of the strongest teams in the division. And they are a good team. Mm. And to match them, if not slightly outperform them, fair enough we had home advantage. We've I been, think we've, that's that's a positive side. You can take positive yeah. from that. I mean, we've got four points out of so, the season yeah. red joint top. And we've yeah, we've we've made them, we've made them look average, but at points in both games. Mm-hmm. I mean, admittedly, they've hit the crossbar in both games. Well, one thing I did want to say is, and I forgot to mention this: Akechiania must be the fastest sub I've ever seen. Did he come on? No, but he was when he was warming up. Christ, I hope he didn't come up against. Blitz that Germany defence, didn't it? Like, mm. wasn't even there. So, with uh, a new feature we want to bring this week, which we mentioned la- last week, is what we heard from the stands, everybody. So we wanted you... <laughs> we needed you. <laughs> Look at the smile <laughs> on his little face. Right? What <laughs> we heard from the stands. That's the official jingle now. <laughs> Copyright that. So we mentioned on the podcast last week, we wanted you to tell us any funny shouts, jokes, chants that you heard people doing in the stands at the game against Watford. And you told us on Twitter. Um, I will come to you, gentlemen, if you heard anything uh, in a sh- in a second. But let's start off with uh, Twitter. Martin Brazer uh, with the score at one one. Just heard a bloke saying the toilet. We need that second goal if we want to win this game. Well, I mean, oh, come on! I was expecting something exactly, groundbreaking. No, but no, but you, you see, they get do. chatted up in the toilet by toaster walls. But then again, I don't think we're in a position to. Slight stating the obvious because I bet we've done that many, (laughs) many times over the years. Um, Gary WWFC said, uh, A kid shouting boo at Gomez in the north upper bank at the goal kick. Log, that was going to put him off. What was in boo? Not boo! (laughs) Boo! (laughs) I'm not really a one for, uh, this is not the tweet by the way, I'm not really a one for insulting players, but if it's done with some. You know, thought. Yeah, a bit of creativity. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. So this is where this one comes in. The shouts of Tosser in the South Bank at Tozer <laughs> taking yeah. corner. Which I thought was very good. Um, very Steve funny. Yeah, that was from Tanner Do We Do FC. No, sorry, that was from Adam95. Tanner Do We Do FC said, um, there was a chant to wake up if you love the wolves, sang to the guy in the South Bank that fell asleep yeah. and slept through all the singing. Um, Steve0 1270 said, somebody said, which one's a Stan Cully stand whilst inside the North Bank? Uh, Rob Fletcher, our very own Rob Fletcher, 
uh, heard someone say, if he comes near you, rip his head off, which was actually himself shouting that out. Um, Luke, you uh, Hang on. heard something. What do you mean he heard someone <laughs> say, oh, and then it was him? Uh, Luke, uh, I've got one here that you've heard someone say. Do you want to say it? Yeah, um, there's a guy, he's about two or three rounds behind me. Um, he was talking to his son or nephew, or a young child anyway. Mm. Um, and he says, oh yeah, because we signed um, Dicko from Rotherham. Which is kind of kind true, of true. Yeah, accidentally true. true. And, um, and Sacco, we signed from, he used to play in Marley. Which I suppose, again, probably is true. <laughs> he, I suppose he has played in Marley, but obviously he didn't say it in that context. So, so it wasn't really a funny thing. We just, no, it was we, just some it was funny like until I broke it down <laughs> and then started to unravel it myself and make myself look like uh, an idiot more than anything. Wolves Babble have said, somebody behind him said, uh, McDonald's is rubbish, we need a real midfielder, and then later mistook Price for McDonald's. Yeah, well, hardcore. Oh, proper fan then. Yeah. Simba Wolf eighty four said his personal favourite was Henry's bloody useless, and all he's worried about is combing his hair. Yeah, but I mean, if you I'll, had I'll... hair like that, you'd be worried about combing. Did anyone else hear any funny things from the stand? I, I, I said I heard snap, crash, and pop as much air broke, but that's about. Um, and whilst it's not so much a heard, the look on the steward's face as I walked down holding a seat <laughs> was frankly priceless as he looked more dazed and confused. Anyone else? I had, in about the tenth minute, um, guy two seats next to me, he's a bit of a Dave Edwards hater, said, I don't care what any of you think, Dave Edwards has no place for um, in this midfield now that James Henry is there. At half-time he said, I think we might need a J- Dave Edwards sort of <laughs> player in here. I don't, I, don't, I don't think he's doing a good job, Henry, now. <laughs> he sort no, of had this no. massive swing in the second half as well. He just could not make his mind up. And that's what we heard in the stands this week, which I think, you know, first week... Just need to get it bedded in. Yeah, yeah, I'll give yeah. it. I think it was C+. So for the next game, if you're going to Brighton away, tell us the things you heard in the standing war to read the best ones out on our podcast next time. Nope. So at the weekend, Wolves travel away to Brighton. Uh, Brighton 19th in the league at the moment, nine points off relegation. Uh, they've actually got a game tonight, as recording the podcast, away to Reading. Uh, last five record is draw, win, win, loss, win. And their last game, uh, they actually beat Derby at home 2 0, which is a great result for them. A uh, bit more stable under Chris Hewton. Uh, Dunk is still their top scorer with seven. Good manager, Chris Hewton. I think he's doing a centre back. Yeah, he is, yes. Yeah. I thought Chris Hewton's done a, a good job, hasn't he, with Brighton? I know they're still mixing it around mm. there, but he's really kind of dragged them out of that relegation zone. And he's a good, uh, he's a good manager. Obviously, last time at Molyneux was a 1 1 draw, um, and we're last, it's one of the last games under Sammy Hippier. Uh, Denny Barr with a late. Goal to earn it's currently a nil-nil draw after three minutes, so and that's surprising. And that's Reading Brighton, Brighton, which by listening to this podcast, you'll know what the official score was. Um, what do we think of Brighton this season so far? They've done all right, you know. Okay, in the relegation kind of battle, but they seem to be probably going to be safe enough now. Yeah, I think there's three teams worse than them. I don't think they'd have beaten us if they didn't have Darren Ben on loan. Mm. So they lost him sort of what January because he went to Derby. Hmm. Scoring, he was scoring a few goals to Derby, wasn't he? Yeah, and, uh, but their form's dried up, hasn't it? They're a bit. I mean, I think the thing is that like, I think they're a bit like Blues. I think they've got they've managed to turn around what could have potentially been an awful season for them by bringing in a well-respected and decent manager. Hmm. However, I think they're just kind of stuck as as they are really for now. I think they're going to end up being there once again, there or thereabouts, and 
It'd be nice to go there and pick up three points. And they've had some good recent results in that kind of battle where they are. They beat Leeds uh, two at home. They had that big game with Birmingham at home where they won 4 3. Which... What team for the weekend for Wolves then? Do we keep it the same as. Any, any news on why I also was, um, wasn't in contention on Saturday? I don't know. I haven't heard anything actually. Anyone else? He wasn't even in the squad, was he? Any ITKs out there? No? No, the, 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 the Eel was on the bench. I was quite happy to see the eel on the bench. Yeah. I always like to see the eel. Team for Saturday, then. Do we keep it the same as Watford? Because kind of, you've had that Jack Price kind of defensive bit in there, but you've got the attacking prowess up front. Um, is Scott Colborn injured? No, he's on the bench. No, on the bench. Hawks was... A, I'll say this for him. Hawks was all right the other day. Yeah, I thought he was. one of his better games. Yeah, he's, he's good when he's defensive. I've got, I don't think anyone's got any questions about that. I have. As a defensive left-back, I have lots of very important and serious questions <laughs> however as a defender once again I'd go, I'd go on to state this and think I think we found a, I also was found a, a home at right back mm. for me Horse will go on to be our starting centre back within the next two or three seasons so back to Brighton sorry yeah. but I'd, I'd bring in Goldborn mm. um, just because I think we are going to have a bit more attacking impetus against them as opposed to when we played Watford mm. so I think I might have a bit more of an attacking fullback. Anyone else? At all? Apart from tweets. Um, Sorry. Um, would you bring? Would you bring Dicko back in? Yeah, I wouldn't. I'd, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change anything necessarily going forward. Mm. I mean, we're, we're playing well with the two attacking strike with the two strikers switching between the two. However, I've got to say this: when a phobie come in, I wouldn't have thought that a phobie would have been my, stri- my first pick of striker no. straight away. <coughs> I did. Is it? That's it. <laughs> Speechless. Oh, you got one right. <laughs> yeah, so it could be you, you keep Dicko on the bench and then you bring him on to, like I was trying to say for Watford, to rattle the defence if they're shaking. It's quite an impressive bloke to bring on. It'll be a tough game of the weekend though, won't it? Because Brighton are fighting, still fighting relegation. They've, they've got to get that certainty, haven't they? Of... I think at this level, Dave, every game's a tough game. I don't think there's any easy games in this division, Dave. <laughs> Um, ten games, you, you, know, you know, you know, you know. It's going to be a tough weekend. I mean, there's a long journey down there, and the hotel might not be very good. You know, so I mean, it could it could go either way. You know, you've got to treat every team in this league with the respect they deserve, because you know, on the day, any team can beat any team. That's the thing with this division, Dave. Any team can beat any team, like Luke's just said. Oh, <laughs> um, no, I think. I think it's it's a game that we need to be looking to win. Mm. You know, I would have liked three points against Watford, but. A point is still not a bad yeah. result, but I think against Brighton, I think the teams down there, if we are gonna, um, you know, creeping through the back door, it's the sort of game that we need to be winning if we are gonna make a serious push for the playoffs now. I mean, I was looking at the fixtures the other day. Everyone in the top seven, they've still all got to play each other mm. three or four times. Mm. There's some really entertaining fixtures that are coming, which, from a Wolves point of view, because we're outside the top six. Plays into our, our like, plays into our hands. Mm. I feel because teams are going to be dropping points, mm. and if we can just get a bit of momentum, then I could see us finishing fifth or sixth. But we need to be putting teams like Brighton to bed. But how close is it that that top six is it oh. fifth to top is all split point. by points? Oh, it's yeah. amazing! It's amazing. It's going to be a really exciting finish for this season. Oh. 
Yeah. Have we got Sheffield Wednesday on Tuesday as well? Yes, yeah, yes we and then we have Derby on the Friday night. Oh, interesting times ahead for us. Let's do predictions for Brighton at the weekend then. Rich, what scoreline are you going to predict? 1-0 Wolves. 1-0 Wolves. Goal scorer? A phobie. A phobie. Classic. Luke Regan? I predict it's going to rain. Score win? I haven't got to say that for quite a while, actually. Score win. Prediction? 2-1. 2-1. Wolves. Yeah, there we go. And Luke Thompson? I offered to score first, by the way. Oh. I'm going to go against the grain and do something I've never done on this podcast before, I don't think. What, talk of sense of logic? Yes. <laughs> I think, I've got a feeling that Brighton might really burst out bubble and beat us 2-1. Ooh. And that wow. completely derail us. How dare you? How dare you? Um, Ass. I'm going to go for a one all draw. I, I can't see Wolves winning, annoyingly. Yeah. But oh well. That's how we. I'd take a draw away, though. Yeah. yeah. As long as we've got a win against Sheffield Wednesday, though. Um, and that's where we'll end this week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Follow us on Twitter at WWFC Fancast, Facebook Wolves Football Fancast Show. And click uh, like. Exactly. And check out our latest blogs and match reports at wallsfancast.com. Thanks to our sponsors, Opera Creative. If you're looking for a new website to be built, check out operacreative.com. And we'll be back next week to review those games against Brighton and Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, but for this week. We're going to against Brighton and Home Albion. I could have said that. I could have been, you know, you know, really given the correct name, but I just started not to. Fair enough. Yeah. Because I blame you, Yeah, yeah. Uh, so for this week, it's bye from Rich. Goodbye, everyone. Bye from Regan. Zero. Bye from Luke. See you later. And it's bye from me. We'll see you next week. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.